Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for letting me the ears. And if you're watching this video, I appreciate your eyeballs. So, AI is changing the game. You've seen some of these numbers. I've talked about this in a past, po- past podcast. Goldman Sachs is saying 300 million jobs will be automated. That's 18%. Of the, of the global workforce. I mean, these are big numbers. And, you say, and people are asking me, well, how is that possible? How is that possible that that many jobs can be eliminated? And again, I don't think that 300 will be displaced, that 300 million. I think a lot of that 300 million will be just eliminated, not shifted over to another industry. What percentage? Who knows? It's anybody's guess. But you're saying, how is this possible? Well, again, if you've seen technologies like, for example, Google Duplex, uh, there's a company called Air.ai who has a chatbot that is actually selling Teslas, right? Having real sales conversations with people. You understand that this AI technology is real this time. In other words, for the last 15, 20 years, people have been hyping AI, right? This time, it's real. And I keep ringing the alarm. Like, I'm like, Paul Revere, you know, the British are coming. I'm saying AI is coming. I'm the same person yelling, AI is coming. And it's already here, and it's a matter of time before it impacts you, your business, or yourself. Now, when we look at AI, people always say, well, Victor, how is that possible? Again, first, it's possible for chatbots to have conversations with clients. Number two, it's possible for them to have those conversations and the other person not know that they're having a conversation with the bot. But let's think about how this is going to play out. For example, if I had to hire uh, somebody who has a master's degree or a Ph.D., master's degree that's what is it four years of college plus two more years that's six right phd maybe eight years of college right if i had to hire that person first i got to find the right fit i got to pay their have good compensation pay them well and if they're not located near me if i'm a company hiring i got to move them i also have to worry about you know how much they're going to cost by that i mean all the overhead associated with benefits health care so forth and so on and then Last but not least, hope they don't quit over some period of time. These are the worries we have today, right, when we hire somebody. But what if, not what if, what if now you could hire, so to speak, train a machine, an AI app, a chatbot, to have the same level of competence that a PhD or master's degree student has? Imagine that for a moment. In other words, imagine for a moment that you have all this, they have six years, eight years. The chatbot can be trained on all this. They're qualified. They can do everything either a person with a master's degree can do, so forth and so on. Now, with a few lines of code, guess what? You could generate a graduate or a PhD. Let me say that again because that's an important line. With a few lines of code, I can generate a master's degree or PhD candidate in the AI version. In other words, lines of codes are just lines of code. And if I can code a machine, if I can code a machine to understand my products, understand how to overcome objections, understand how to do demos, which I can do. Again, this is possible. This is not pipe dreaming. This is not like future casting out in the future. It can be done today. If I can program the machine, just one machine to do that, guess what I can then do? I can program a lot of them. In other words, the ramp up time is not going to be a problem. I don't have to pay the bot any money because they're a bot. The location is not an issue because the bot can be anywhere. It's a program. And I don't have to worry about the churn rate. What we're now seeing is something what I call the one to N problem. And problem only for us as people, not for the machine. In other words, if I can just, instead of having one PhD who I hire, 
like a physical person. Now I can actually code a machine to do everything, know everything that an individual master degree or doctorate you know, student has, that you know, level of competency, and then train them on my products on top of that. And all this is all code. And because it's all code, I can create N number of these candidates. Think about this for a second. If I wanted to hire an employee, I would have to physically hire another employee. In AI world, you don't. You just duplicate the code and create another bot, so to speak. And that means there is no limit to how many bots you can create, which means there is no limit to how many chatbots you can deploy, how many frontline salespeople chatbots you can have. This is the new dilemma. This is the big shift. So, for example, call centers. I can see call centers just taking a massive hit globally. Right, so countries like, for example, India. Not pick it on India. Love India, but just say India that has a lot of call centers. I can see that market being reduced dramatically. What percentage? Who knows? But if I can program AI to answer phones, have conversations, answer questions, deep subject matter expert questions, also do demos. Why do I need people when I could just duplicate lines of code, create a new chatbot, have a new employee? within a couple of hours, if that. That's what's happening in the world today. So when people ask me, Victor, can it really take over my job? Yes, it can. And again, we can argue about complexity. If it's a complex job that, for example, let, by the way, complex is one thing. Also, too simple jobs will be protected. For example, if you're a roofer, trust me, AI is not going to take over your job. So blue-collar jobs are pretty much safe, right? If you're a plumber, it's not going to take your job. If you're an electrician, I doubt if it's going to take your job. That's something a bot can't do. But anything that you do in front of a computer or on the phone has the potential of being AI'd out, which means no longer exists. That's where the new change is. But the big concept here is that if I wanted to create another bot, let me say it another way. If I wanted to create another employee, I don't have to hire another employee going forward. I can just duplicate the code and create another bot. Right? That's all I have to do. That's what's happening in the market today. So when uh, Goldman Sachs comes out and says, look, 300 million jobs are going to be impacted. That's 18% worldwide. I don't think they're exaggerating. I think they're, you know, I don't know what the number is. Again, everybody's guessing, but that seems like a reasonable number to me, given the global population of 8 billion people. I know they're not all, 8 billion are all working. I get that. But even if you cut that number in half and you say 4 billion are working, again, 300 million of that 4 billion will be impacted, which is why I think the, the number is not unreasonable. My big point here is this is happening right now. Maybe you haven't felt it. Maybe you haven't seen it. But once you start seeing it around you, you're going to understand that the power of AI and the ability of these chatbots, right, these, we'll call these replicants, right, that can replicate human beings, thought process, so forth and so on, are going to start taking over jobs. And I hear people telling me, Victor, yeah, but they can't be as creative as me. They can't be as emotional as me. Maybe today they can. But guess what? Eventually, if you think about business, when people are making a buying decision, a lot of people are making rational buying decisions. And guess what? An AI bot can be rational. So keep that in mind. This is the new shift. I'm just ringing the alarm bell. Again, coming through town saying, 
AI is coming. You know, again, learn how to leverage the tools. I'm not trying to be a downer here, but I want you to be able to leverage the tools, figure out what tools you need to be more effective. If you're a small business owner, where can you apply these to make your business more efficient? Again, I think there's an advantage there for small business owners and entrepreneurs, for example, who can now use AI technology instead of hiring somebody. They can use technology at a fraction of the price to actually execute some of these jobs, right? So no longer do you need machines. You can probably use, you know, again, bots. This is not going to happen overnight, but it is coming. And for those who refuse to acknowledge that reality that it is coming, again, the tsunami, the first wave has made landfall. That's ChatGPT and all the variants that you're starting to see. Now it's starting to move inland and more waves are coming. So over the next few years, what you're going to see is this impact of AI. And I'll talk more about this in the next episode of the Sales Influence Podcast. On that note, this is Victor Antonio always reminding you that selling ain't hard if you know how to use AI and you know how. Take care.